Oh, this is George Harrison. And you've got it dialed into The Biscuit Boys on Kaku 88.5. <laughs> Will you wake up in the morning? Hit the snooze again. Got biscuits on the table. Got gravy. Tony, when I came in today, asked me if I had a fever. Let the jokes and I said, I do have a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Yeah! Let the jokes all oh, Is it a cowbell or is it a Shine buffalo bell? Surfers and scouters, you got it dialed in to the serve report on KKU. KK. Oh, we're not doing that today? What? What? We're doing the biscuits and gravy show. We were off last week, and that means it's going to be twice as much yelling this week, Vincent Foney. It's going to be twice as intense. Oh, it's so intense, baby, baby. We've got I, twice the conspiracies. <laughs> I'm the host of the biscuits and gravy show. Chuck Thompson, and in the studio today, we have the one, the only, the magnificent Vincent Archangel Fody. <laughs> Usually our conspiracy theories are half-baked, yeah. but since, but now they're fully baked. We're, we're twice baked today, baby, we're, which means we're baked. We're completely baked, we're baked this baby. week because uh, we were off last week. So, so we- set your ovens to 420 and grab the tinfoil because it's time for biscuits and gravy. It's time for the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Now, we're going to finish today's episode off with a contractually obligated educational segment. That's right. We are an educational radio program. Isn't that right, Vincent Foti? Uh, t- I guess technically. <clears throat> we are Maui comedians, right? A little bit of cooking, a little bit of comedy, and we're home-cooked conversation. So, of course, we talk about the dankest conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Here, let me play the song real quick. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, pouring conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. We're going to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. (laughs) Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is underwritten this week by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Clinic for when your speech skills are a little rocky. And today's show is also brought to us by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you got to run, start with walking. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy show comes in part by Margaret Thatcher's Roofs. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Need a new roof? No. Get a Thatcher! Today's show also wouldn't have been possible without support from Tara Reed's audiobooks. When you need someone to read it to you, Tara Reed's. Is that Tara Reed, the guy that, like, the gal, the Joe Biden, a little... Or is that the other terror? That's a different terror. Uh, okay. Not the one that accused Joe Biden of sexual assault. I said it before. I'll say it again. It's it's really tough being the president, but you got to be a sexual predator if you're going to be on top. Okay? That's that's true. You got to do it. Chuck, we've got so much to talk about. I've got so much to talk about about Elden Ring. Oh, whoa. And My last... brain matter is scattered everywhere all over our studio kitchen. In the last two and a half weeks, I've spent over 100 hours playing Elden Ring. Elden Ring and is a video we... game. It is a video game, and we can just spend the whole show talking about Elden Ring. 
I like that instead of having children, we decided to just work part time and be children. Yeah, it's actually yeah. You know, yeah. I've got that inner child yeah. that I'm taking care of. It's like Chuck, what do you do? Well, I play with play doh, and then I go float in the ocean, and then my wife takes me shopping. Mm. It's pretty much like being. And a then we make again. pasta. Yeah, it's great. Ooh, it's Lordy. good times. But we're not here to talk about Elden Ring. Oh, we're not. We'll, we'll save that for Vigi Corner <laughs> next time we have Mike ends on the show. But we've got a lot to talk about because there's so much in the news today between Will Smith slapping people and uh, Fox Demons in D.C. Where to begin? I well, should I should mention, remind our listeners that we are two Maui comedians and we've been doing the Biscuits and Gravy show for about six years now. And we are Maui's number two rated radio program. That is correct. Number two! And As a we matter are of fact, the world's premier source for biscuits and or gravy news. 150. I guess that's also technically true. <laughs> uh, this is our 294th episode. Whoa! So we're coming up on a milestone in a couple weeks. In like a little more than a month, we'll be hitting 300. Our, yeah, we'll be hitting our 300th episode. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a grand old time. We'll probably read all of our celebrity sponsors. That's how every time we hit a milestone, we read every celebrity sponsor. <laughs> we just take the whole hour to do that. Here's something interesting for you, Chuck. You ready? No. Scientists who have are sequenced. They? We, I know you don't trust those. I don't trust anyone who wears sequence. Lientists, yeah. as the Republicans like to call them. But scientists have sequenced the dodo bird genome, which means they might be bringing back dodo birds, which I'm actually excited about because the reason that dodo birds went ex- extinct was because they're a bunch of dum dums. Was not only because they were dum dums and they mm-hmm. were very trusting. So when they voted people would, for Bush, because people wouldn't would go to catch them and they wouldn't run away, they would just sit there. Yep. But also. Because they were delicious. Oh, what? Yeah. So I'm very interested in, hopefully, if they bring back the dodo bird, maybe we'll be able to eat dodo birds. Because mm. I've never gotten to try dodo, and it, supposedly mm. it was delicious. Which is why they were they were like overcaught to the point of their extinction, unfortunately. Eating dodo birds is a lot better than eating doo-doo birds. Yes, and so that's uh, that made me think about if you could eat any extinct animal. Mammoth! Yeah, mammoth. Yeah. You Are you kidding me, bro? Mammoth burgers. No, so I would do uh, mammoth. So I would bury the whole mammoth in the ground. Okay, so you do it like emu style. Emu style, yeah. But I would get like a cement mixer full of butter and dump okay. it on top. And then I would uh, have a fire of weed on top of that. And big tent over it, right? Which is how Napoleon used to get his troops high. So you're like, dubs, look it up. Do a giant like weed smoke, and then mammoth. I would have the biggest party that the party's ever partied. That I sounds guess. delicious. Yep. I think I could do like a brontosaurus burger. Ooh. Like kind of Flintstone style. Mm-hmm. Saber tooth steaks. Now, are saber tooth tigers delicious? But the mammoths are woolly though too, so we're gonna have to like remove all that fur. All right, you, you know don't what? Get I a take lot it back. Mastodon. That's what I want. Mastodon. Yeah, I can see that. A little that. bit less hairy, different curved little uh, ivory that sticks out. Okay, there you mm. go. You can use them as like giant chopsticks. Now, I wonder what other ex- extinct would would taste so good. Would giant insects taste good? I don't know. I don't know. They, we, they could probably get like giant lobsters or giant crabs, hmm. there, which there are in Elden Ring. See, oh. it all comes back together. All right. I've been playing too much Elden Ring. Come also, on the show, we got spoiler alert. 
We're going to ruin the I don't even know TV if we're going to get the spoiler alert because. We have be- so much conspiracy between so porn stars dying. Between Gluttony Club and Follow Up Junction, half of our show is going to be Follow Up Junction uh, this week. <laughs> by the way, Follow Up Junction is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell Benediction without Benedict. Thanks for dialing in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. In the studio today, we got one heck of a doozy for you. Everyone that has gathered around in our live studio audience right here in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater, it's time to buckle up, Buttercup. That's right. The first stop on the Biscuits and Gravy train today is follow-up junction. All right. So uh, sometimes we talk about things, and sometimes we get stuff right, and sometimes we get it wrong. And sometimes there's... There's little follow-ups that we need to do because sometimes we talk about something and then there's more news about it. So, like, a couple weeks ago we talked about that fox demon. So there Sexy Marissa Tomei fox demon. There's a bubbly rock in Japan that leaks out noxious gases. Right. It's called the Killing Stone. Ancient rock historians know that inside the Killing Stone is a nine-tailed fox demon. Yeah, they there was, like, a, a nine-tailed fox demon that was banished inside the rock, and then a couple weeks ago, the rock mysteriously split open yeah. and releasing the fox demon. And so not only did we talk about how this was going to be bad for the world... This is unrelated to the fox demon that's been on TV for the past 35 years, right? Correct. Okay, cool. Those are blonde. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, and then... We not only did we talk about the consequences that this might have for like our geopolitics. We said it was going to make an attack on a politician. We did say that it was going to focus on some of our politicians, and then just the other day, what Lo happened? And behold, Vincent Fodi in Washington D.C. Gals alike, you better quiet down and listen to what we have to say. Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters! In D.C. this week, a rabid fox attacked a Democratic congressman. <gasps> What? And also bit some lady. So what? the fox demon has made it all the way to D.C. Fox demon! And is now causing tumult in D.C. So if you're in the D.C. area, guys, be careful. There's fox demons. We already warned you before to be careful, but They've now also... they <laughs> into real foxes. So I don't know... <laughs> I don't know if they have captured the the fox, but if you're in the D.C. area, just be careful, guys. Oh, it's, it's out there, and it's going to get you, especially if you're de- if you're a demon crat. <laughs> well, that's what I'm worried about. What if the fox demon eats a demon crat? Does he get double demon la- layers? I think you are what you eat, Vincent Fodi. Like Do we have a stuffed. more evil demon crat, nine-tailed <laughs> fox demon on our hands? I think so. We're just asking the real questions here at the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are asking the real questions here. Um, Also, Gilmore Girls had seven seasons. So we... (laughs) Whoa, and they're foxy demons if I've ever seen it. So last... Uh, Alexis Bledel, Mm -hmm. she's hot. She's so hot. But the mom... Let's all take a moment to reflect on how hot the two ladies in the Gilmore Girls are. They they are both hot. Yes. Uh, Especially in Bad Santa. Oh, yeah! Uh, Yeah. Uh, she was in that season of uh, Arrested of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm as well. Yeah, yeah, where she had the the son that had Aspergers, but or then it turned may out have been just a jerk. That he Who was knows? just a jerk. We're not commenting on that in the biscuits and gravy. And so show. yes, I said that Gilmore Girls had five seasons. They did have seven seasons total, which means technically they did also have five seasons. But in total, they the Gilmore came back Girls had for seven two seasons. Not as good seasons. Oh, did they go away and come back? Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, well, now I feel more justified in saying that they Bro, had five seasons in their original run. I'm starting to doubt I your feel commitment to Gilmore to Girls. To Sparkle Motion. I feel like I'm going to have to end up correcting this again next week. I'm going to get a very angry text message from Gilmore Girl fans. Now, there's a lot more in the news that we predicted that came true because we are the true source for education in the world, Vincent Foti. Um you, are you talking about Russian agents in Hawaii? Rush, uh, I know we were worried before about Tulsi Gabbard, which her name backwards is Islut, that spells <laughs> communism and that spells taking money from communists. And we know she was taking money from communists. Now there's a new guy from Oahu who's Russian. He's a Russian immigrant. And he's only been in the U.S. about 10 years, and he's running for governor of governor, Hawaii? Governor, yeah. He also, even though he's a Wahoo guy, is already trying to restore a Russian place on Kauai. There's an old Russian fort on Kauai. He was trying to restore it. So wait, and Russia can definitely not take over well, that's Oahu. The, that's the other non-contiguous state. This yeah. isn't like Sarah Palin, like, I can see Russia from my house. I mean... <laughs> She's Republican, so she probably can see Russians near her house. Mm. They probably all hang out together. I don't know. Tulsi Gabbard was a fake Democrat. But I mean, if you're wearing a big old, she liked weed. Imagine you're games. wearing That's a, weird. a big you're not smoking enough weed. Imagine you're wearing like a big Russian furry hat in Hawaii. <laughs> That's going to be too hot, guys. I don't think Russians would would make it out here. Now he says he's from, and I mean, Lithuania? like, have, have you tasted? Uh, I mean, like, Russians love vodka. I love vodka, too! And here we have, what, ocean vodka? One taste of that, that'll send any Russian running back to to Moscow, right? Mm. Have you ever had ocean vodka? Mm. It's not good. Here's a real follow-up for you. Lawrence Fishburne played Cowboy Curtis in the Pee Wee Playhouse. Oh, yeah. Show, not Mailman Mike or whatever we said. Electric Avenue or Electric Street was from the 70s. Somebody sent me a text. Gilmore Girl's mom is... So hot! And then the text is... The the emoji is the, like, the Uh, finger, like a... Like a chef's kiss kiss emoji? Mm. I think that's what it is. Vincent Foti, Biscuiteers alike, do you remember the TV show The Americans... Yeah, actually, Americans was a good series. That was on FX. Yeah, and they had a lot of sex in it, which they didn't need to because the show was actually really, really good. Yeah. And the soundtrack was killer. Even better, it was a lot of 80s nostalgia, and it had a fun family dynamic for the show as well, right? It did. Because, wait, I I, I watched it up to, like, the fourth or fifth season, I think, and I think that was when, like, the kids started finding out that they were, like, Russian sleeper agents. And the mom gets more hardcore in it, which is just fantastic. I meant violent, you know? Okay. So, the point of this, Vincent Foti, is that I believe that there are actually Russian sleeper cells in America. And this upsets me for a couple different reasons, Vincent Foti, because first of all... That's upsetting to you. I'm a sleep expert. You know all this, right? I work <laughs> I work for Chris Tucker's mattresses, and I'm a sleep expert. And I get upset when other countries like Namby Pamby Lame Sauce Russia thinks they know more about sleeping than the people of the United States of America. Um, no I, one knows more about sleep. We are the sleepy country, bro. You are an agent because you sell mattresses to help people sleep. So you are the true sleeper agent. And I'm rushing them. Whoa. Yeah, to make a decision about mattresses. Now, here's the thing, Fitz and Fody, is that I don't even know if electing politicians actually helps change the world. What it, do you think? it does not. Okay. 
<laughs> I always thought like voting was like, all right. The only cool. thing electing a politician does is help change their bank account. Like who gets blamed for stuff and who doesn't get blamed for stuff. Yeah, I don't think politics actually does anything. What else we got for follow up junction? Bits it, Fody. What don't we have for follow up junction? There's so first much of to all, up today on the first of all, show. let's do a little mini comedy corner first because you <laughs> had a you had a show on April first. I did. It was no April fooling around. Show. And friend of the show, Quirky Gardner was on that show as well, right? No, it was Shane, Ted, uh, some guy that was on vacation who was mildly funny, but did a pop set, and so he was the sacrificial lamb. Okay, and then Chino the Forge. Okay. And, uh, Excellent. If yeah. you guys weren't there, I, I had to work it. on Friday, unfortunately. So. You have a show this Sunday. I do have a show at coming Pinatas. up at Pinatas. It's going to be like a dinner show. So I think it's like dinner and comedy, and there's a magician involved. The Whoa. magician. So that, I, I was not aware that they is coming back. Baby. I was not aware that they had added a magician to the show, but I'm actually looking forward to it. Oh, I want to be a little how do do dad. You should just incorporate face painting into your act. Okay. <laughs> just paint myself up like a tiger. Yeah. No, no, no. You paint the other people. Like, paint people, like, smiling and people being sad. And you oh, can, like, move them around. Like the theater faces. Yeah. Okay, like yeah. tragedy and comedy. Yeah. All right, speaking of theater faces, uh, friend of the show, Jamie, is also doing that. Remember we were talking about that Dungeons & Dragons play? I heard all about it. I am so excited. So I've heard I believe it from that every person in the universe. And if you don't know about it, you're a dum-dumb. So this Sunday is the comedy show at Pinatas. Um, and then the following Sunday is Easter, and I think we're going to go see Sunday. it on Easter, but it's April 16th, 17th, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 29th, 30th, and May 1st. So you got plenty of chances to go see this show. It's called She Kills Monsters. It's being presented by Maui on Stage, our friends over at Maui on Stage. Oh, nice. Those and guys are the be best. At the historic Eow Theater, not to be conflated with the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. So if you're a D&D nerd, this is something that you don't want to miss as well. So I'm looking. Damn. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm excited just to go to plays again. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's funny. Also, in our D and D game, your character died. I did. So pour one out on the curb for Meat Mage. <sighs> Meat Mage. All right, let's talk about Yarsh. <laughs> did you eat the Yarsh? Yeah, it was okay. I loved it. It was like a Charleston Chew. Yeah, and Charleston Chews. A better Charleston. I don't know Chew. if you know this or not, but Charleston Chews are from my hometown of philadelphia really they're not yeah. from somewhere in south carolina you would think so that's more like tiki torches charleston <laughs> <laughs> this is more delicious peanut chew charleston did the charleston dance come out of philadelphia as well i don't think find uh, out next week on crazy dumb things <laughs> follow up we said follow up junction next week is all going to be about the charleston but yeah i thought yarsh was much like a large version of a charleston chew and i gotta say i really enjoyed it i enjoyed more crab chips which are great. Oh, those crab chips were awesome. For those of you just tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy show, I like subscribe a to a monthly food box program where they send you curated snacks from around the world. And last month was France. The month before that was Poland. And this month is Russia. And I got a double scoop. I got two boxes, baby. So I've been eating tons of Yarsh, <laughs> tons of crab flavored potato puff chips. By the way, speaking of crab-flavored potato puff chips, today's show is brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? I can't. 
Today's show is also presented in part by Ben and the Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered! Now, there's been a lot of stuff in the news that we can't necessarily cover right now. But I do want to reiterate something that I believe would we? Tried, tried and true. That anytime something outlandish happens in the news, it's probably a huge distractify story from something that's actually going on. Yes. Yeah. So, like, when Blackwater, when I'm going to get kicked off the air. Every time I talk about Blackwater, I get kicked off the air. <laughs> Eric Prince. But every time, like, when Blackwater went on trial. We're on to you, Eric Prince. When, and what was the name of his, his sister who became the education secretary? They're, like, religious zealots, too, and they're a bunch of loonies. So, this is true. Eric Prince likes going to like muslim countries and using his mercenary squad to kill people because he's such a devout like christian mm. he thinks that by killing muslims he's waging like a personal holy war well father son and the holy ghost <laughs> and and then of course his son uh his sister betsy devos that was That's, her name she was crazy that? she became the education secretary without having Under any whom any... who would who <laughs> who who would Wrong. do that? <laughs> that was our, our, that? our good friend of the show, President so, DJ Trump. When Blackwater, the so the U.S. government has mercenaries overseas to do stuff that we no, wouldn't really it, do. What I said about his, him ra- wa- raging a like crusade holy war, it sounds ridiculous. It's the true story. It's true. Actually, guys, look it up. Eric Prince is a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> and an apple doesn't far far from the tree. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> And so we are probably being kicked off the radio as we speak, and we will all be assassinated I by like mercenaries. They interviewed her questions about public schools. They were like, how many grades are there? And she's like, I don't know, 20? <laughs> <laughs> she can only count to like four because that's how many yachts she owns. So anyway, when Blackwater was going to be investigated, they didn't want the American public actually like learning. Blackwater about, sounds like what was in my about toilet this, this morning. right? So the same week, they're like, oh, you know what we should do? We should do a, a Senate investigation on drug use in the Major League Baseball. Ooh. And then that's what fun. were people watching? The Senate investigation about baseball? <laughs> of course they were. And so what were they trying to distractify from this the, week? This week? It was it the, the Russian Fox War, Demons. Fox Demons, also the fact that uh, Republicans canceled school lunches for kids. Yeah. So they're literally taking food out of children's mouths. Actually, I think the same day. <laughs> it was like a cart like a cartoon villain level of evilness that they have resorted they to. They also voted this week. They were they wanted to <laughs> um, minimize their like diabetes medicine should cost no more than $35 a month and all but one Democrat voted for it and all but like I don't know zero Republicans were like oh but there's other stuff in the bill that you don't read and the bill's really short and so some people know how to read and they're like no this bill is really just about making sure you can't price gouge diabetes guys and so uh, Matt Gates, the guy who looks like the guy smiley puppet from Sesame Street come to life yeah don't say Matt Gates and Sesame Street at the same time. You shouldn't keep them around children. <laughs> Matt Gates should not be around the underage. Um, <laughs> Matt Child Gates, if you know what I mean. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, <laughs> Gates Gates. Why is your house baby proofed? <laughs> so you don't have kids. That's weird. That's for that's for Gates dates. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so he said that he said that people should just lose weight. 
All right. Now, first of all, <laughs> well, I, to be fair, I, you should lose weight. Yes. Okay. But maybe that's like saying systemically poor families should just get another job. Like, but there's more than there's other there's types of diabetes. Uh, there's other types of diabetes besides just getting it from being fat. Yeah, also, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't subsidize the sugarcane industry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, now maybe we're really we going to get thrown up the air in there. Nebraska instead of corn syrup. Uh, I don't know. Half of Hawaii just turned our show off. You know, it's problematic <laughs> when they say grass. Grass-fed beef. It's like, what were you feeding them? <laughs> Skittles? Hold well, on. We, we, this just in. They actually feed cows Skittles? Okay. We need to make a mastodon, feed it Skittles, then bury it under a weed fire, and then eat the Skittles-laced mastodon, and emu it, style. You can taste the rainbow. Mm! I think when, when they're feeding it grass, they're really just smoking it up with that ganj. I want the mastodon. That's what you call high stakes. To, like, cool down after it's cooked to, like, body temperature. And I want to, like, dive into it and eat my way out of it. You know, it's the internal temperature of a tauntaun. Lukewarm. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you like that, Star Wars nerds? <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> We got more to talk about for Follow-Up Junction. We're still not even through Follow-Up Junction. We're like halfway through the show already. The first half of Follow-Up Junction on the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU is underwritten apart by Richard Gears Gears. Hey, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a primal fear of gears that don't work? I do. <laughs> I wake up in a cold sweat every night. Well, now there's Richard Gears Gears. My gears! Suitable for an officer and a gentleman <laughs> in Chicago. I'm in Chicago. Today's show is also presented to us by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning state's evidence. Got him. Remember when he ratted all those people out? <laughs> Because he got arrested for cocaine trafficking. Oh, today's show is also presented by Colin Powell's Enemas. Make your colon go pow. When you think feces, think Colin Powell. Warning, may cause war with Iraq. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about possibly the biggest scoop. The biggest scoop that we've ever done. Bruce Willis. Remember the last couple weeks, we've been talking about Bruce Willis nonstop. I actually made... At a time, you could have thought it was a joke, but I was really being the... I don't know if you guys know this. You are the prognosticator night, of prognosticators. I am the prognosticator of prognosticators, and I lie in my pool of gravy, and I absorb <laughs> the future. Like the precogs and in, I get, minority, in report. minority Report. You, li- you lie in a pool of gravy. Yes. <laughs> it's like a sensory deprivation tank. Philip just K. Dick gravy. wrote a couple other books about me, too. <laughs> But I, I am a foreseer of the future. <laughs> I, Robot, was about Chuck. It's, yeah. And, and, I'm sorry. The sentient gravy robot. <laughs> so Bruce Willis has done, also in Georgia, which is like uh, like Florida's second growth state. Anyway, we have been talking nonstop about Bruce Willis because he got his own Razzie category because he put out like – so many bad movies in one year that flopped. I think the highest rated one was like a three on IMDb. <laughs> Multiple ones took place in Georgia, and they all involved him being an ex-cop or an ex-CIA agent or an ex-DEA agent. As a matter of fact, he put out so many bad movies and and is currently putting out so many bad movies that we played a game called Willis or Will Isn't. Well, also, what... Bruce Case or Goose Chase. Yes. <laughs> and then there was Willis or Wontis. 
so many bad movies guys. so that was all these uh bruce willis themed uh games based on his bad movies and we kept and you theorized made a joke about him like getting brain dead and no longer learning how to speak we kept saying that there was something wrong with bruce willis yeah. and then sadly sometimes you know truth is stranger than fiction sometimes uh you know, we touch on something that's a little bit more serious, and we did find out this week that Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with aphasia, which is a that's language. Where you lose your hair? No, that's alopecia, which we're going to get to in a second. But... Okay. <laughs> which Bruce Willis has already been affected by a long time ago. <laughs> but Bruce Willis has been affected by aphasia. That's the HBO show? No, that's euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> Aph- Aphasia is a language disorder. You're a language disorder! Which it affects your ability to communicate properly. Mm. Um, it's usually caused by either having a stroke or having some sort of brain tumor. Oh, ooh. Uh, and so That's not fun. Uh, and so, unfortunately, this is like, if you're an actor, that's probably the worst possible thing that could happen to you because your only job is communication through language. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't like Mary Steenburgen had, there was some actress that had a stroke and then all of a sudden she was able to like compose music really well. Oh, wow. Did you remember hearing about that? I didn't know it was an actress. But Too I've bad that, that didn't happen to Bruce Willis because his music sucks. His music is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Old Bruno, not so great, but we do love Bruce Willis. He even called up to our show and yelled at us. He did. Um, and now in retrospect, we understand why he was so mad at us because we were poking fun at him when he had a serious medical condition. Or and- were we, Vincent Fody? If you've been on Reddit, which you guys, if you don't know what Reddit is, it's the it's essentially the tablets that created from God. The truth of all truth comes from Reddit, right? <laughs> and there's R a slash place. I put a pixel on the uh, Rio Jesus statue that made it look like he was giving the middle finger. Now our shows about Bruce Willis went so viral and got so popular that it started dampening his already downward spiraling career and sources close to me have said chuck thompson isn't it a little strange that you guys made fun of him and then he comes up with this aphasia <laughs> disorder i think he was so offended that he's trying that like, this is a pr stunt i think so you've heard of the biscuit bump we gave bruce willis the biscuit dump okay so in addition to Bruce Willis also talking about making jokes about celebrities that have medical conditions, everybody knows what happened at the Oscars. There's been uh, a metric ton of memes that have been passed around, so there's certainly no shortage of coverage on that. Um, and as comedians, you know, I'm sure we both have our own ways that we feel about this issue, but we're not going to talk about that. What we are going to talk about is um, after Will Smith tried to turn the oscars into the soul train awards um we found out that his wife has alopecia jada pinkett smith and so that's why she didn't have any hair and it was a medical condition but did you know that there was a conspiracy involved with this not just a conspiracy that you mentioned earlier about the whole distractify thing that this was supposed to be the lowest viewed oscars of all time they've been Getting less and less views every year. Well, that year. doesn't make sense because nobody, nobody, you can't change the ratings after something already happened. You can though because people. All, get the only more thing it raised the ratings it. of was the uh, YouTube video, and it will next year. Oh, so you're thinking for next year people will tune in to see who's Will Smith going to hit next? Yeah. 
Well, a football player. (laughs) Not only was this whole thing uh, accused of being a distraction, Ted Cruz this week said that Biden started the war in Ukraine. Yes. I'm not sure how that works or possibly they're trying to distract from gas prices. But here's something that is that you can't ignore. Okay, (laughs) it turns out that the the sponsor of the Oscars this year. No. Was Pfizer. No. And no. Guess who has a alopecia medicine coming out soon? Pfizer. Pfizer is actually working on an alopecia medicine, which is in like its late stage trials. Mm. And so some people are saying that Pfizer sponsored the Oscars in order to pay <laughs> Will Smith to hit Chris Rock to raise awareness about alopecia so that when Pfizer is trying to market its alopecia medicine, people will be aware of what it is. I think people who lose their hair are already well aware that they don't want to be bald. Right. And also, I think if you have alopecia, I think that if somebody says there's medicine for alopecia, you would already know what that is. Hmm. Um, but some people say that this is Pfizer trying to raise awareness about alopecia. Now, the real conspiracy would be as if you got the Pfizer vaccine and then lost <laughs> your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened to Bruce Willis? Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, the drummer um, for the Foo Fighters died, and it was oh. a couple months after he got the vaccine. And so a lot of people think that the vaccine could have killed him because they say his heart was twice as big as it should have been when he died. But there's mm. also this thing called but, a toxicology report, report. And he had 10 – they said he had 10 substances in his system, which I don't even think I can name 10 different drugs – you don't need to do drugs if you're burying a mammoth under the ground, burning marijuana on it. Marijuana is a drug. Then eating the mammoth or mastodon. Yeah. I mean, if you smoke some of that tent weed, you're going to get high enough to eat a I mastodon. I want to get high off tent weed. That sounds like a good time, actually. You ever have sex in a tent? The first half's really good, and the second half's a lot of work. Did you? <laughs> have you ever had sex while camping? It's effing intense. All right. Get you're, it? Let's take a all right, you, all right, let's take – oh, you mean like a break to hear some of our sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umber Batch from Cumberbatch. Today's show is entered in part by Christopher Plummer's Plums, a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. So much to talk about. Get tucked in when you're tuckered out. Biscuitiers, gravy gals alike. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear a little bit from our sister stations across the pond the other way. And also Ooh. let's hear from Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs, Benedict's. And, of course, by Jude Law's colostomy bags. The law is on your side. All right, we finally got through follow-up junction. Coming up on the second half of the show is... Uh, we've got Morningwood. We've got Biscuits and or Gravy News. We've got Gluttony Club, Spoiler Alert, and, of course, Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. <laughs> the voice is something. you got to dial in with the Biscuit Boys here on a beautiful Wednesday morning. We are broadcasting live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater in beautiful downtown Maui, Hawaii. You're on a gravy train with Biscuit Wheels. You're riding the gravy train, baby. I have a question for you, Vincent Fody. What's that? Are we allowed... What's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? Are we, a... What's going on? Are we allowed to give up on the gravy? <laughs> <laughs> no, Chuck. 
you cannot give up on the gravy. That's friend of the show, Hot Pie. If I were to reminding take us not to give up on the gravy, gravy inside of me or inside my mastodon, what would be the best mechanism? Here, bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. You would probably need some sort of gravy pipe. <laughs> That's what I would need because a mastodon is quite large. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> let's get into let's get into morning wood, Chuck, because we've got. Woo! Oh my goodness. You hear those sweet, sultry sounds of Nelson Wrangle. That can Ooh. only mean one thing. It's time for Morning Wood. Morning Wood. Morning when you wood. wake up in the morning and something is a little bit different. Morning Wood, of course, is presented in part by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Morning Wood is brought to you in part by What Gives You Morning Wood? And that, of course, is Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mm. <laughs> Items. And of course, Morningwood wouldn't be possible without the support from Macaulay Culkin's caulk guns. No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. And if you're handling caulk, it might just be time for Morningwood. So, this week for Morningwood, I'm sure you heard the news about the Italian porn star. Man, what a terrible... First of all, porn stars are like the only true heroes that exist in the universe. I know. Scientists are always trying to confuse me. Lientists. Politicians are always playing grab butt with little 14-year-olds. They're no good. Yep. They're no good. Fast food workers, they're okay, but they give me too much Taco Bell sauce sometimes, and I hate them. Even actors. The, actors, li- the liberal elite, they're out there slapping comedians. They're either smelling their own farts or I slapping comedians. I can't abide that. But, more, but porn stars, they're only there to make us smile. Porn stars are a beacon of light for true humanity. They're doing the hard work. They are. So uh, that's why I was so distraught when I heard about Italian porn star Charlotte I wasn't even Angie. Gruntled, I'm disgruntled. Charlotte Angie, who was an Italian porn star, she was also a model, and she was jet setting around the world, doing all types of various like shoots in Lozo- in exotic locales. I almost thought you said shoots and lasagnas, which sounds like a great board game. <laughs> shooting lasagnas, by the way, that sounds delicious. Yeah, that's the, oh, <laughs> that's the Italian shoots and ladders, <laughs> shoots and lasagnas. Um, and so, unfortunately for Charlotte Angie, she was uh, murdered and dismembered and put into a freezer by a banker. See, bankers are the real criminals. You've, I've said it on the show many a times. We should Cody. take every every Wall Street guy, every banker, lock them up, throw away the key. Right? Bankers are the real criminals. Porn stars are the ones who are criminalized, and they, they take sex workers and they throw them in jail. Meanwhile, bankers are free to roam the streets and murder and dismember people and put them in their freezer. And what's worse is the banker did the, the trick of all time. I'm a photographer, and I want to take your pictures. Yeah, that's uh, that's how most of the California-based serial killers were operating oh, in the 80s, if so you remember sad. that. So sad. Um, and so, unfortunately, this guy, he killed her, and then he got rid of – he, like, chopped her up into a bunch of different pieces, and and I think he got rid of, like, her head and her hands uh, so she couldn't be identified. But guess what? They found she her had a bunch. She had a bunch of tattoos <laughs> – and the tattoos were identifiable because she had appeared in so many porn movies where you could clearly see her tattoos. And so they were able to cross-reference uh, the her tattoos from her dismembered body parts along with her pornographic films that she had made and identify her. And they were able to catch this guy. So – just remember that every time you're watching... This is, a, of course, a, a metaphor for what Wells Fargo does for us on a daily basis. Every time you're watching porn, Chuck, you could be helping solve a murder case. So make, make mental notes I, of porn stars' bodies. If I don't feel good bodies. enough while I'm watching porn already, 
You, now that I know that I'm a true hero. I've got so much information up here in the Spank Bank that yeah. could help crack so many crimes. Now, there's another sad thing about Morningwood this week, and this one's a little closer to home. It's sad. Let's get it. We play taps, of course, because these are porn stars that I wish I could tap. But I can't tap anymore. So sadly, there was another death of a porn star. <sighs> if another porn star dies, you know Trump's running again for office. Oh, yeah. It's like the groundhog. If he sees a shadow, there's more weeks of winter. It's not good. All right. So, unfortunately, uh, porn star Raven Alexis. Raven Alexis. Who was an AVN award winner, Raven Alexis. She passed away. Um, she had Crohn's disease. But she didn't die from Crohn's disease. She went in to the hospital from complications from Crohn's disease. And then while she was in the hospital, she uh, got an infection and oh. died of sepsis. So this is such, such also, an unnecessary way to go. Being a porn star and the infection that kills you she, is in a hospital? It's from the. It's ridiculous. You know, you would think that she would get some other sort of disease. I like that hospitals like syphilis know that, that would kill her. That good, like when everything was having COVID, the hospitals were like, "Don't get COVID. We don't want you to go to the hospital." And you're like, shouldn't, that's, shouldn't, "That's where I go when you get sick." And they're like, "We can't actually handle you," which is a big reflection on America more than anything. On right? our healthcare system, yeah. that's a, a huge condemnation on our healthcare system. Unfortunately, oh, man. so I guess don't ever go to the hospital. No. And unfortunately, she like she was a business owner. She had her own production company for a while. She mm-hmm. she made an uh, an appearance on Children's Hospital as well. Ironically. How ironic! And she battled Crohn's disease, so she's a hero all around. And people who have Crohn's disease uh, get prescribed medical marijuana. Ooh. I had a friend who had Crohn's disease, and he was prescribed medical marijuana. So if you know somebody with Crohn's disease, <sighs> hang out with them, smoke a little ganj. You'll so have a good sad. time. She just celebrated her 35th birthday <sighs> so months ago. So young. You may remember her from such movies as Raven Alexis, The Substitute. She was in what? a lot of parodies as well. She Pleasure was in a, Spa. She was in a, a Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, like, that's a good one. This ain't your Ghostbusters triple X 3D or something like oh, that. Oh, my God. And they she was also, the same dude on a roof. It's like an FFFN. <laughs> You've seen that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was late today. You were ghost busting, all right. <laughs> oh, I tell you. Uh, and also, only OnlyFans model Abigail White, also known as Fake Barbie, she stabbed her boyfriend in the chest and killed him. That was in the UK. <laughs> and speaking of UK gravy, it's time for biscuits indoor gravy news. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in a UK world. All righty, let's get a little biscuits indoor gravy news going, Chuck. You got it dialed in to KAKU, KAKU, eighty-eight point five, the voice of Maui. I'm Chuck Sauce. He's Vince Vody. And we are the beacon of light for biscuit truth across the world. Don't be distracted by lame Will Smith. You got it dialed in to things that the mainstream media is missing out. That's right. Biscuits and or gravy news is presented to us by Ryan Reynolds Wraps, available at your local pizza place, a former partner of Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Biscuits and or gravy news is proudly underwritten in part by Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? will hammer the competition. And also by Winona Ryder's horses. When you're looking for something to ride, think about Winona Ryder. Ooh, I would do stranger things to her. All right, so this week for Biscuits and or Gravy News, Hellman's. 
Shots have been fired in the gravy wars in the UK. The UK gravy wars. The UK gravy wars, all right. Now, of course, now, this is how World War Three gets started. Now, you know how much we, you and I have talked about the British KFC, also known as UKFC. UKFC. Uh, we've talked about UKFC on this show many, many times. Uh, and so that's they got hot dog pizza. I want hot dog pizza. And so that's why I was a little upset when I heard that in, Hellman's in the UK. Hellman's. It's called Best West over here. But bring out the Hellman's. Wait. So they the did best. change it. Yeah. Why did they have some sort of like issue with the name Hellman's? I think it, it was like one of those like they bought a company, tried to run it all, and then they're like they better off. Or like, doing did Hellman's give a bunch of people food poisoning? So they're like, we'll just change the name. No, Hellman's is good stuff, man. Yeah. Or maybe maybe they're trying to get more money from the uh, the the Christian belt of our U.S. by taking the word hell out of it. Mm. Did you ever think about that? Well, anyway, in the U.K., where it's still called Hellman's, they released a KFC ripoff sauce. You know how we've talked about on the show that KFC has gravy nays? Yes. Which is a mix of gravy and mayonnaise. The best. Well, KFC is upset now because their patented gravy nays has been ripped off and being sold and bottled and put on store shelves by Hellman's. They're selling gravy nays right in your local store. Which one's on the higher shelf, you know? Okay. <laughs> which, which one is the Svetka and which one is, like, the Tito's? Well, the gra- the KFC gravy nays you can only get at KFC. They're, KFC doesn't market that in the stores, but now Hellman's is making gravy nays available to the to the public. Maybe much to Hellman's dismay is actually of KFC. the heroes in this, okay? Maybe, maybe, but then at the same time, they're kind of taking KFC's IP, their intellectual property, I don't and know spreading if it around. mayonnaise and gravy, I mean, intellectual, clearly, yes. but if anything... <laughs> We should decentralize the Mayo Gravy Institution so saying, and let the world have mayo and gravy together. So you're saying gravy nays competition is good. I want to see other companies producing gravy nays. I want gravy nays sold on the corner everywhere. Uh, Hellman's in the UK also sells a sauce called Coronation Mayo. <laughs> All right, I'm vomiting up over here. You gotta, you gotta carry this segment. So apparently, in in the UK, there's something called coronation chicken, which I guess they make on special occasions, like when there's a new coronation, which is probably going to happen soon because the Queen died a couple months ago, didn't she? The Queen has still not made any appearances. The Queen since I said she died. We've everybody, been, we've been saying that the Queen has been dead for like months now, and now other people are starting to say the same thing. They're saying mm-hmm. that she's dead. And there are factories in China so making Queen Elizabeth face R.I.P. Year 2022. They've already. already got her tombstone made up. Um, but anyway, that, so. <laughs> Coronation chicken is, I guess, chicken with a, a sauce that's like a mango mayonnaise, which I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of disgusted, but also a little well, bit intrigued. British. British food is bizarre, man. British food is bizarre, but what would a mango? Ten green peas. What would gravy. a mango mayonnaise be like? Well, it mangoes, might be good. Mangoes are messy, and mayonnaise is fun messy. So if you've ever had coronation chicken, give us a call eight zero eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. We want to hear from you. Also, the queen can't be dead because we talked to her on the show two weeks ago. Mm, she said <laughs> it was definitely the real queen. No. All right, let's <laughs> let's get into the gluttony club. Oh, gluttony club! So much gluttony. We, I went we to, are almost out of time. I went to Nick's so. Fish House last night. Wait, Nick's Fish Market? Yeah, over in the Fairmont. You know? Yeah. How was it? 
amazing. Yeah. I got escargot and crab Dude, their escargot is unbelievable. Bro. The escargot that they have there, I liked it better than that French restaurant in Vegas that we went to. Yeah. Even though their escargot was good there. I think mm-hmm. the one at Nick's is one of my, that's the, that's the G-O-A-T. Yep. I had lumpy crab cake and it was so good. Uh, also... I hate to say it, but Nick's Fish Mart or Nick's, I don't like their uh, their lamb as much as Sorrento's lamb. And now Sorrento's is gone. Nick's has a, a more of a traditional lamb with like the mint sauce and everything. Yep. But Sorrento's was un- untoppable. I like Pacifico's lamb and the restaurant at Wailea's lamb. Oh, oh my goodness! Also, oh, speaking of lamb, we also we went to Nilo's. For my birthday dinner. That's pretty possible. Nilo's is that five course chef's tasting kind of meal where the chef makes everything and then brings it out to you. But it hasn't gotten a Michelin yet. Yes, it's uh, very expensive, very fancy. And every every course that we got was fantastic. So they did the first course was a caviar tasting course with three different types of caviar. The second course was a homemade focaccia bread course with homemade butter uh, that had paprika and caramelized garlic. The third course was a chutoro ahi, which is like the best part of the ahi, mm-hmm. lightly seared with a little crostini with some foie gras on there and some Whoa. mustard seed. Uh, and then we also had a risotto, like a Parmesan risotto with shaved black truffles and uh, roasted sun-dried tomatoes. We had a lamb course, which had some hair covers, a lobster tail, some fried beets, and then, of course, a dessert course, which was a vanilla bean panna cotta. One of the best meals I've ever had. I can't make panna cotta, man. In, like, my entire life. Have you ever tried to make panna cotta? If you have the means, I highly recommend checking out Nilo's. It is so choice. And if you don't have the means, maybe it's time to stop having kids. Yeah, have stop having fun. kids and and stop doing oxys. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll have a little bit more disposable income. Drugs are so expensive. Stop eating those it's avocado so toasts. Just eating dank food. That's bro. like the, those millennials are eating avocado toast and drinking lattes, and that's why they can't afford to buy a house. I love. It's not avo- because I love avocado. It's toast. not because the housing market has been destroyed. Avocados and, and billionaires like, are buying up all the houses. Like super duper. Um, <laughs> also. Maybe we can talk about this next week, but I eat some ketchup chips for the first time in yeah, a long time. Yeah, let's spend an hour talking about ketchup chips. I things. love ketchup chips. Oh, yeah. Ketchup chips. Real riveting stuff here. Also, we might be getting a Sonics on Island. We is getting a Sonics on Island, oh. even though that parking lot is like a dumpster fire already. Um, just want to say I got food poisoning from a Sonics, but they do have some pretty great root beer floats, so maybe I'll give them another chance. Mm. Jalapeno burgers, too, from Sonics. It's so funny because when I, I have get a food whole joke about Sonics. And it's going to work even better And now, now. it's going to be even better because now I don't have to explain to people what Sonic's is. There's a Taco Bell opening up in that same plaza as well. Oh, I heard we might also be getting a Teddy's on this side as well. I've been hearing about that rumor forever. Teddy's Baker Burgers. Yeah. So good. All I want in my life right now it's is It's like they keep saying they were going to get a Dunkin' Donuts, but they've, they've no! been saying that for like five years. You know, I went to Dunkin' Donuts on Oahu. Boo City! <laughs> uh, also, uh, your sister Claire was in town. And uh, we made some. We came over and made some pasta. I got too drunk. At your I don't place. actually remember eating it at all. It was first of all, it was fantastic, oh, okay. and she also turned me on to the spaghetti squash, roasted spaghetti squash. That so I, I went home and I made my own spaghetti squash with a nice bolognese, and it was mwah, chef's spaghetti kiss. Spaghetti squash is so good. All you got to do, you cut it in half, baste it with a little olive oil, salt, pepper, and garlic powder. Put it in the oven, three seventy-five, forty minutes. You take it out, you hit it with the fork, it turns into spaghetti, and it's good for you, and it tastes good. It's earth. It's Yumtown. All right, let's do a quick spoiler alert, and then we got to get into Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo. Ah. So just the main points. Uh, Severance, 
on Apple TV. I've been watching that. Still, do you have, do you have a thumb per, drive of it? Still pretty good. Still pretty good. Uh, they also just got picked up for a second season. So how are they going to make a second season? Of that? I don't know. So apparently, I guess all the characters don't die, or maybe they do. I don't know. I don't understand it. Better Call Saul, the, the final season, part one. They're going to do it Ozark, Breaking Bad style, where they're going to release it in two halves, just so they have two shots at uh, winning some Emmys. Uh, that's coming out. April 18th, so that's right around the corner. Atlanta Season 3 is available now on Hulu. Marvelous Miss Maisel Season 4 is available on Amazon Prime. Our Flag Means Death has been quite funny. That's Gotta say, I really, on, like my, I really like that show. I got uh, That's available on HBO right now. And, of course, Obi-Wan is coming out. May 25th? May 25th. Yeah. So much so, Star Wars, so much. little time. By the way, if you haven't seen Atlanta, Atlanta is a huge sleeper hit. It's like I like to say Atlanta is like the Black Louie. It's very clever, very smart, very dark, cerebral. dark humor, and also uh, very surreal. There's a yeah, lot of surrealism some humor. Episodes are like not even episodes; they're just like almost like a weird dream sequence. It's very funny. Yeah, and so uh, then I, I watched like two or three episodes of the new season. It's been pretty good so far. That's available on Hulu. Really great take on humanity. If you're a fan of Donald Glover, aka Dong Lover, okay. <laughs> it's time for Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo is presented to us in part by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. Don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo is proudly underwritten in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumber Bun. Sorry. <laughs> let Benedict go to waste. <laughs> and also by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. And of course by Lindsey Graham's Graham Crackers. They're rich, they're white, they're, they're salty. salty. If you want the best cracker in your pantry, Lindsey, Lindsey Graham's, Graham's in, in the, the closet. closet. Okay, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. If you want to send your questions to Chuck, email them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Our first question comes to us from Allison in Oakland, California. Allison wants to know, what is the name of the system that libraries use for cataloging books? What is the Dewey Decimal System? The Dewey Decimal System is absolutely correct. Uh, our second question is from Daniel in Seattle, Washington. Daniel wants to know... Um, this bridge in California is one of the largest suicide locations in the world. What bridge in California? Golden Gate. The Golden Gate, Gate Bridge is correct. So apparently the Golden Gate Bridge was painted orange as like it was supposed to be like a primer coat. Yeah. And then they were and then they were going to repaint it and make it yellow when it was all done. But people liked the orange color so much that they just decided to keep it orange. Hmm. Isn't that cool? I got to say if there's going to be a bridge that people kill themselves in, I'm happy it's in California. Yeah. Yeah. I think and then that's like the number 2 suicide spot in the world. Whoa. And then the number the 1 being the Cornell? Japan. Oh. No. The, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that Japanese uh suicide forest. Oh man. Which wasn't uh, Amelia Clark in a movie oh, about that or something? Oh, brutal. It's Terrible, man. But Amelia Clark's so hot. Ah, the movie was so dumb. All right. Our third question is always a also, sports question. Uh, re get out, reach help, and reach out to your friends that are having a, a hard time. Don't suffer in silence, guys. Yes, guys, don't suffer in silence. And don't, don't. If you're thinking about doing something to, your, to harm yourself, give us a call, 808-873-3435. Go eat we'll talk some down food yeah, and change We're going to tell you to just go eat some delicious some food. Weed, watch a little Alexa Pearl. 
Wrong. All right. Oh, she doesn't die. Her our third question. So our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. It is my weakness when they dip me into the golden god gravy of knowledge. Mark Baptiste and Maui sent this one, and hey! he wants to know: In the '90s, Maui had a minor league baseball team. What was the name of them? And it wasn't Nikoi Kaike. Those were the, those guys were more recently. This is from the '90s. What were the pineapples? <laughs> That's a good check. It was the Stingrays, the Maui Stingrays. No way! But you got two out of three, Chuck, and you know what uh, the our deceased friend Meatloaf says. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Today's show is brought to us by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Today's show is under in part by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. We needed a quality backpack, Backpacquiao. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> 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 boop, 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 boop.